deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. This is the David Allen Show, finally once again back. This is um, 2018. And what? I don't think, have we talked um, since the year ended, the 17? <clears throat> or am I just crazy? No, we, we you guys did, did a I, show, didn't you? I thought. Oh, no, we did. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when the Trump hit the fan. That's true. Yeah. We yeah. did do that one. Yeah, that was a quickie yeah. because some of us apparently have to work all every day <laughs> at a real job. I mean, yeah, coal mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coal mine. Hey, uh, David, how are you? Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> I'm peachy. I mean, are you in North Korea? Is that why your voice sounds so bad? Yeah, pa, they just got down, done with a rousing uh, round of torture. <laughs> and uh, so. <laughs> how was that? I was great. I mean, they have to rest up for it. I kind of enjoyed it. They made no. you eat cauliflower? Um, what? No, it's just it's just uh, a continual loop of uh, Murphy Brown, uh, <laughs> oh, the original man. TV show. That'll do it every time. Very bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also have in studio because, and actually, the crazy part about this is our our the the podcast studio we're in is actually mostly done. Surprisingly. So I mean, you'd never know it because you sound so terrible. But <laughs> well, there is that, right? So I just checked. January twelfth was the last time that we uh, were on this show, which is man, a month and a half ago. It's March one today. Wow! And at that point, um, what what had Trump done? What what was his big folly that caused the ruckus? Do we remember? Oh, the peanut gallery is with us too, by the way. A month and a half ago. And Jay in studio. Feces orifice. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. He he referred to Haiti, uh, the um, refugees, oh, like right. bringing in people from asshole countries. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Um. Since then, a couple things have happened. What? Not, <laughs> not what? Not much. Um, on a not very happy note, we did have a another um, crazy person with a gun, which is unfortunate. Uh-huh. It was a par- Parkland, Florida, decided to uh-huh. sh- some genius supposedly. Um, and again, this is alleged from what I hear. Although I did, I read an article that had a line in it that he was the um not the confessed shooter but he basically it was they were claiming that he had admitted to being the shooter this cruise kid who's 19 i think yeah mm-hmm. um well in the wake of that he has supposedly used a really 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 scary um military style weapon and is that the, the kind that you can buy in a, like in a grocery store? 
you can just walk in a and a double barrel. <laughs> a double barrel. Yep. Pistol. Automatic pistol that that uh, uh, created to kill. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. is that the one we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's and, it. And yeah. it's it, and it's 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 one of those things where um, you don't care about the children. Is that is I just want to see if we're on the same. You know the same page mm-hmm. here. Yeah, no, okay. you're right. You're right. We are. So, um, what happens if they pass legislation that highly restricts that specific weapon, <clears throat> and then the homicide numbers don't go down because that specific weapon is responsible for so few homicides per year? Then what? Do we turn into England and we start having protesters to ban knives? Hey, why not? And I'm not. I'm not honestly not being facetious. Because that, where does that stop? Um, I think you're kind of confusing emotion with thinking. Are you emotional right now? No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, uh, you I, know, I did find, and you know, these reports are interesting. February 25, which is just a couple of days ago. A teacher grazed by Parkland's shooter's bullet. This is a quote. Wait, I thought guns killed, not bullets. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're mistaken. Um, The shooter was in full metal garb, helmet, face mask, bulletproof armor, shooting a rifle I never seen before. That's a quote. And this is a teacher? From Ortonville. (laughs) From where? Florida. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School teacher Stacy Lippel was grazed by a hot bullet which left the chamber of the shooter's gun as she closed the door to her classroom after letting a number of students file into what would presumably be safety oh, the bullet left the chamber? <laughs> however nothing could have prepared the teacher for what she was to witness next I suddenly really, nothing? Nothing. Nothing? I suddenly saw okay. the shooter about 20 uh-huh. feet in front of me, standing at the end of the hallway, actively shooting down the hallway. Just a barrage of bullets, and I'm staring at him, thinking, why are the police here? This is strange, because he's in full metal garb, helmet, face... What is this, the jousting <laughs> tournament? <laughs> Bulletproof armor, shooting this rifle that I've never seen before. The brave teacher said she told fellow Stoneman high school teacher Scott Bigel, who was 35, to get back in his room just before the shooter fired a bullet, fired a number of rounds into his room, killing him. I never really knew what he left. I never really knew when he left because all we we all thought he was still there. So he had a gun that she had never didn't never she never seen before, as the quote said. She never seen where he seen, was at. Never seen it. So where are you at? Where are you at? How do we know this was an actual um <clears throat> assault weapon? And what is an assault weapon? I think this is a legitimate question. What does assault weapon mean? According well, to so I can't make that definition, but according to the FBI tables on 
homicides, an assault weapon, actually the table doesn't say this, but uh, there are more homicides caused by person-to-person -person combat, including pushing, than there are homicides per year by rifle. Pushing? Pushing. Pushing? Pushing is included. The statistic is by person-to-person. -person. So, like, I hit you, I push you, I break your neck, whatever. That's human-to-human. -human. There's, like, four times as many homicides caused that way than there are by rifle. <clears throat> okay. This posted on somebody that I know on their Facebook page. Assault weapons kill. I'll put it on here so you guys can see it. Assault weapons are just that. They are not hunting rifles unless they, your prey is human. No self-respecting sportsman would use an assault rifle to hunt quail, deer, or even a bear. Assault weapons were designed for the military to kill, not hurt or injure. Enemy combatants. Imposing restrictions on assault weapons is no more a limit on the Second Amendment than a ban on citizens' right to own surface-to-air missiles, landmines, or hand grenades. You can own hand grenades. Okay. And then the guy who posted this says, I'll post this again and again and again until the madness stops. Because posting something on Facebook matters. Hey, he's a hero. <laughs> Just ask him. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bob. So then I, you know, digging into the comments along that feed, which cracked me up. Um, this one right here posted by another person that I know. <clears throat> Total agreement. No one should own an assault weapon. The shooter in Sandy Hook used his used one his mother had. Really? Uh-huh. So so, Again, let's get back to what it, the question is, and I think it's a legitimate one. What does assault weapon mean? What is an assault weapon? A weapon used well, to uh, cause assault. No, what an assault weapon is, the definition of it in the media is changeable depending upon when they, uh, when they need to, uh, you know, cause a panic or, or whatever, you know. So you think it's strictly political? It's totally political. But you know that. Well, yeah. The Wikipedia says an assault weapon is a term used in the United States to define some types of firearms. The definition varies among regulating jurisdictions, but usually includes semi-automatic firearms with a detachable magazine and a pistol grip, and sometimes other features such as a flash, flash suppressor or a barrel shroud. Now, would you tell me, please, what the heck a barrel shroud has to do with anything assault? It looks scary. Is that really all we're... That's the reason? Yep. Scary. Because it's no different than the wooden front stock on a rifle, right? Yeah, but that's not so scary. <laughs> and why, the, why is the pistol grip a problem? Because it's scary. Other than that, why is it a problem? <laughs> so, okay, let's. We're, this is going to be a road that never gets. Well, right, but, so, I, but yeah. I, it's a question that nobody really will will answer. Well, because, well, that's not because that's not the that's that's not the conversation that wants to be had. But you, in order to have a conversation with actual change, you have to know the rules, right? But the rules 
and definition. Yeah, you don't get to define the rules. Well, they someone def- should. <clears throat> no, it's a monumental it rule. It can't be changes. fluid. It changes. It can't be fluid. But it has to, and you know that it has to because if you look at facts, <clears throat> facts from the FBI, there are 20 times more homicides created every year from a handgun than a rifle. So why aren't we talking about handguns? That's a great question. 20 times. 28 times the number of DUI homicides per year than a rifle. But we're not talking about cars or alcohol. Well, yeah. Why would we do that? So this isn't about facts. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know it's not about facts. Mm -hmm. So let me throw something, let me throw a complete curveball into the conversation. So one of the things that they did at this school was they, they relied back on, pardon the pun, the old school method of stick all the kids in a single classroom mm-hmm. and close the door. Because that's safe. Safety in numbers, right? <clears throat> Which is absolutely the worst thing it can do. <laughs> have you guys heard, Jim, you may have heard this because in Minnesota it's becoming pretty popular, but have you heard of the new training that they're pushing into schools called ALICE training? Uh-uh. Okay, so Alice, I actually went to a briefing at a local sheriff's office or a school held by the local sheriff's office. Alice stands for alert, lockdown, inform, counter, and evacuate. But the What's whole, the counter? They're actually teaching kids, if you hear active shooter, get out of the school. Oh, Any leave. way that you can, get out. Get out now. The fastest way you can get out, if that's break a get window. Get out of here. They're actually teaching that? They're teaching it now. Get out of the school. If you stay in the classroom, your likelihood of dying goes way up. Get out of the classroom. They're, oh, that's outstanding. They're also teaching kids, if you can't get out and the shooter gets close to you, as many of you as possible, tackle them. Rush them. Take them down. So Alice training actually flips the entire narrative to attack the attacker instead of get in a corner and huddle so that one gun could take 20 of you out. Well, you know, Homeland Security has been doing the the run-hide fight, too. Oh, so fight's the last thing? Right, probably the same concept, yeah. It is the same, yeah, it's got to be the same concept. Run, Run, hide, fight. Um. Because that makes sense, but um, you, I mean, you know that the reason why this whole thing about guns and whatnot, there's an agenda, you know. I mean, we all know <laughs> they have an agenda, so. No way. It's not about truth, you know. Yeah. So. Um. I'm getting back to my. I think the number on the FBI website, fairly consistently for the last five or six years, the number of homicides per year in the United States by rifle has been under 400 per year. Yeah, but all of those are from a school. <laughs> yeah, well, it's <laughs> that's I, what they're going to claim. I'm not so sure I'd laugh at that, but I, the, but when you've got. Seven to eight hundred homicides occurring from hand-to-hand combat of some type, a fight. Um, when you have eight thousand per year from handgun, twelve thousand per year from a DUI. Why are we focusing so much on the four hundred per year from a rifle? 
Well, you know why. You know why. Well, part of it's, it's because it's, it's kids, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're using that to get the first step, which would be the rifles, and ultimately handguns will get caught up into that. So th I mean, this is know, a deliberate aim at guns, to de-arm the, the population. Oh, yeah, I, yeah agree. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And old Feinstein is going to jump all over this and make this a big deal, right? Well, maybe not, because she might not. <laughs> are you che are you chewing on rocks in the background? What the heck was that? <laughs> maybe. Um, another... Maybe I am. I eat nails for breakfast. Oh, yeah, you're that tough. Another yep. face bagger. You chew um, your nails? You bite your nails? No. Posted this about I a week ago. I eat my nails. Oh, nice. That's neat. Information nobody else needs. Um... This is what she said. I have serious issues with the argument of, quote, people problem versus gun problem. It's both. It's always both. Nothing is black and white, especially when it comes to politics and policy. The United States Congress and state legislatures needs to get serious about gun control. If it's both, then why do you need to get serious about gun control? <laughs> Society needs to have more open dialogue about this issue. At the same time, we also need to combat the stigma that surrounds mental illness. No one needs a gun based off of military-issue weapons. They are just wanted, desired for how cool they are. The same way that people trick out their cars or trucks with underglow and suspension systems that come with a step, a step stool so you can get in. Those things aren't needed, but someone thinks they're cool. You do not need a semi-automatic anything to defend yourself against home invasion or get a record buck. I don't think I will ever really understand gun enthusiasm or material collections in general. All right, this post has lost all linear thought. Well, Material yep. possession, says the person on a computer on Facebag. <laughs> well, what I found fascinating is the argument, which I appreciate that she had the courage to say she doesn't understand people who trick out their cars either. And is there she's, a ban on that? Well, <clears throat> by her cars. logic, there should well, be. There's regulation on it. Yeah. And you don't need a semi-automatic anything to defend yourself. Actually, you do. What does the Second Amendment to the Bill of Needs actually say? Oh, wait, it's not the Bill of Needs. It's the Bill of Rights. Oh, good point. Let's, let's, let's break it out. Just simply for fun. So let's, let's ask this question. What's, at what point, where does the slippery slope need to end in relation to... Screening for mental health issues when purchasing some form of weapon. I I don't think that that's necessarily uh, a slippery slope. I think that's wise, you know, but it's just enforcing what we already have in place. But what's what's the wise part? How how far do you go at mental health screening for? Are you are you talking more appropriate? What's the appropriate response to dealing with people who have mental health issues? Yeah, and what level of mental? I mean, who determines the level of mental health issue that is acceptable to own a weapon or not acceptable to own a weapon? I would say I don't know, uh, state level, state by state, but not. But, yeah, I mean, just like anything else, I mean, it is a judgment call, and people have to, yeah, but I don't know. What do you think? 
I don't know that I have a, an appropriate, a, a proper answer. It, I because I think it's such a subjective subject. You could have, uh, you know, there are so many things that people with mental health challenges probably would be better if they didn't get involved with. I mean, do we screen somebody with mental health issues before they walk into a liquor store? Or get a Facebook account? Or get a driver's license? Or get a driver's license. Yeah. Uh, but the problem with, with the problem with mental health screenings for weapon purchase is who starts to make the decision on what is an appropriate level or an acceptable level of mental health challenge and what's not. Well, don't you think it comes down to this, and appropriately so? What is the maximum amount of freedom? Yeah. With the minimal amount of of uh, discord or whatever. I mean, when you consider um, families and children and parents disciplining the children, um, at what point sometimes children are going to get abused because family services just can't come in and take kids away. They have there has to be a certain due process and whatnot. And because of the freedom that parents have to actually raise the kids the way they want to, even though we do have that freedom, there there comes a, a potential cost. Another example is innocent until proven guilty. What? They'd, they'd always, you know, the four founders said that they would rather have 10 guilty people get off than one innocent person convicted. So there's this... <laughs> There's a balance, mm -hmm. you know. So do you think that, um, you know, uh, let's see. Yeah. So, David, you and I are both live in Minnesota and are both licensed to carry in Minnesota. Do you think... Mm -hmm. Like groceries? Correct. Do you think yep. the screening in Minnesota, which by default, when you sign your paperwork for your background check, Minnesota right now utilizes the mental health records up to the point of having been hospitalized and i uh -huh. think there's i think there's a yearly limit on how far back they go what do you mean up to the point of so if you in the state of minnesota and and david correct me on this but i believe the way that this works is in the state of minnesota if you apply for a permit to carry um uh -huh. your purchase or, per or purchase. Oh, purchase any firearm or just a pistol? Uh, pistol. Pistol or, or assault. Um, or, a, yeah, what, what they would call an an, Like an AR, an what AR they, style? What they would call an assault rifle. Uh, yeah, semi-automatic. You yeah. are Anything? Like a semi-auto 25-06? I don't think that they would necessarily... Because it doesn't have a pistol grip. Right. Yeah. Okay, so okay. Yeah. back to my point, because it's all about me. Uh, I know. <laughs> In the state of Minnesota, you agree and consent to a background check that is, of course, criminal history, but they also check if you have been hospitalized for a mental health condition. Involuntarily. Oh, involuntarily. And then not only does a felony preclude you, but— Ever? Ever? I that I don't know. David would know yeah, probably I think, better. Um, um, I I don't believe um, DUI would felony DUI. I'm not 
positive. Although, eh, that might. Really? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, also, though, misdemeanor, a misdemeanor can, can take you out of the game. Domestic assault. If yeah, it's domestic, domestic assault. assault. So yeah. do you think, so let's, so my, my wife brought up a, a question to me that I thought was actually, it was a valid point. Uh-huh. Would there be a, what would be the negative, what would be the danger in changing the age of purchase to 21, which I don't think would solve anything, but what would be the danger of changing the age of pur- purchase to 21 and standardizing so purchase a weapon? You mean a shotgun? Because sure. right now it, you have to be 21 in order to purchase a handgun or an assault rifle, quote-unquote assault rifle, in Minnesota. Oh, you can't buy an AR-15 at 18 in Minnesota? I didn't, I didn't, complete, no. I didn't complete my thought. Okay. She was saying standardize that federally. Well, I, I don't see. I don't think it would solve the problem. But what's the what's the downside to that? Oh, I personally wouldn't care. You, you mean know. you mean taking it to the federal level? Is that yeah. a is that a liberty infringement? Is it a liberty infringement for somebody under the age of what thirty five or thirty two mm. not to be able to run for president in the United States? Yes. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. So I would say that some things that our founding forefathers thought, all four of them, um, thought were, I don't know, common sense or self-evident, you know, Do you think we end up, do you you think it becomes a, a, uh, is it hypocritical that we allow 18-year-olds to join the military but not drink and or purchase those weapons? Um, I don't know. I don't know. One thing about no. this kid uh, who, shot, who shot these people, none of these laws would have applied to him because he shouldn't have gotten an assault rifle in the first place. Why? Because the cops had been called to his place oh, oh, I see. however right. many okay. times, and, and he had— uh, but does this go back to due process? I mean, if they did their job, which clearly we found out in based this story, on the sheriff, he is not. Who's the they? The the cops. The sheriff. The the law enforcement. But yeah, the sheriff and the whole sheriff's department. Turns out that they whole department, department is yeah. full of corruption. But we don't want to talk about that because Israel has been giving fantastic leadership. Just ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the yep. due, it's the due process part that kind of. Who? What did you say? Huh? What did you say about Israel? Oh, that's the the name of the sheriff. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the country. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? How, so how get with we, the program? How do we shift that? <laughs> Got it. I have a um, question. Yeah. What are the restrictions enumerated in the Second Amendment to gun ownership or bearing of arms? Well, the Wikipedia is stupid. Well, I'll help you out. There aren't that any wasn't right. the answer to the right. question. Shall not be infringed. Right. So if you make a law that infringes, well, but then your it right goes to back to arms, what? It's unconstitutional. Then we go back to what? Um, what what is that? Noise? Yeah. What is the are you kidding? What are you eating? 
It's not like he's walking on. Are you eating a whole bag of Cheetos directly in the microphone? What are you talking about? I can literally hear you getting fatter over here. You're walking down a gravel road. Anyways, continue. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Um, no, I, th- I think you're right that the, I mean, it's clear that it, you should can't infringe on the right. But what does infringe mean? And that's really where this goes. Because if we can infringe on the right by saying that you have to be 18 to purchase a gun, that's an infringement at some level. You have to be 21 to buy a pistol. That's an infringement at some level. Now, the, and people say, well, you, ha- you can't drive a car until you're a certain age. But a car, there's no guarantee of ownership or right to drive a car and laid yeah, out in the no Constitution. Right yeah. But there is okay. to keep and bear arms. And so I'm confused a little bit as to how they've been allowed to put restrictions to infringe at some level on the Second Amendment. Am I just insane? Well, it's because yes. they've done it and everyone else said, okay. Yeah. What it says pretty clearly shall not be infringed. I guess you could look up what infringed means when those four guys said it. Well, we'll ask the book of knowledge. <clears throat> infringed actively break the terms of act so as to limit or undermine something to encroach on. So, making an unauthorized copy would infringe copyright. So, a a gun restriction law refringes on your right uh, Infringes. Yes. What did I say? Refringe. (laughs) We're going to re-fringe that. Unrefringe. So, and I think that what gets left out in this whole conversation is this is an enumerated bill in the Constitution. You know, you could talk about, oh, you shouldn't have 600 horsepower right. car. Right. And you can come up with reasons for it, but you can't really come up with reasons for, well, you don't need a certain type of gun, so we don't nope. think you should have one. Nobody needs a semi-automatic anything. Nobody needs a 600 horsepower Mustang. Right. right. But it's not the bill of needs. True. But but it's just we need to get with the program. Just ask Don Lemon. But again, let's go back to due process. This is Donald Trump yesterday, I think. It's restraining orders. They're called California actually has a version of this. And uh, I mean, this is Mike Pence. I think but... you in your meeting with governors earlier this week individually and and as a group, we spoke about um, about states taking steps. But the focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves or others. Allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled. Hello. But, but the ability to go to court, obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any any weapons in the possession or of that individual. Or might take the firearms first no. and then go to court. Because that's another system. Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures, uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of firearms. They saw everything. 
To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. You spoke about it, Mr. President. Gun violence yeah. restraining orders. Yeah, hello. They're Stop. called California. <clears throat> why is that? Why is that bad to you, Alan? Okay, let's go there. So, do we care that governments do and can have the right to come forfeit to pull all your assets if they think that you might have got them illegally? Well, you're. I think you're. I think so. You're, so, tell me how it's much different than that. You're mixing points, though. How? And, well, because I think the the principle that was being discussed there is if we're going to go down the road of due process and if there is probable cause then create a protection and go through the due process but th that that could be part of it but the way it's worded is you well we're just going to come and take the stuff away and then we'll figure out the legal side of it that's the way it was delivered is that the legal language they use i think so trump did <laughs> we're going to go take well, the stuff away right <laughs> well i mean okay i i do think that He's right when it, in one sense, when Trump says that, because um, if somebody is uh, arrested for a crime, they take away their liberty, and and then they go through the due process. Um, oh, so you're saying so, it's the same thing? Just the the liberties they take away would be the guns in that situation? Yeah, if he had if. I mean, if there was legitimate concern about the safety of other people, I think that he's right. Now, if it's just taking something away um, just because you have a hunch or something, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a different story. I would think that you would you would want to um, – the, the only – why should it be handled differently than the no-fly list? But is it different, though, because what? the Second Amendment, though? It, does that make it a different situation? Because it's enumerated in the Constitution? Correct. Does that, um, does that make life, it different? No, because life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is enumerated in the Constitution, too, right? Yeah, so liberty is already there. Well, then yeah, you should so never be arrested, period, then, unless What's you've that? been found, like, you've been caught in the act. <laughs> I don't I'm know. sorry? I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. It's interesting because all the Democrats and the liberal media are jumping all over this now as Trump is, yes, finally, he's like, he did something right. They well, love that he's pushing back on the, the NRA, the evil NRA. The NRA that well, clearly is in charge of everything. No, I I don't know what what he exactly what he's talking about taking taking stuff away um, from somebody. I don't think uh, at least it, it seems clear to me that if they were going to take this wackos guns away um, you know prior to the shooting or whatever it would be because they had um, probable cause to do it right but they didn't and then they didn't they, they didn't, didn't no they didn't cause? do it I mean 
It, it would yeah. appear they had probable cause with but what, that's what, 36 phone calls. But that's what President Trump is talking about is if there's probable cause, remove remove yeah. the potential for harm and go right. through the due process. Right. But, but, he's just I mean, yeah. simply, but Pence, Pence said that. No, Pence said the reverse. Right. But it was make sure that you're you're you have probable cause before you do that. Yeah. And the way Trump turned that. Felt like he said, "No, let's not bother with that. Let's get the guns first, and then we'll figure out the due process later." I heard it different. Yeah, but- I heard it different. I heard I heard Pence say, "Let's go through the due process and take the guns away." And I think what President Trump was saying was, "Take the guns away first. Take the guns away and go through the due process." But it was all in the same context of there's already probable cause. Well, but I mean, I think it it happened at the same same time. I mean, it's like saying when you walk. You have to put one leg forward, and that doesn't mean that the other leg just hangs there. I mean, it unless you it, sashay. It, well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But you know what I mean. I mean, it's it's it, it's one of these things that if they're going to take guns away, that I think it's kind of basically unspoken that. That there's going to be due pro or uh, probable cause when it's happening. They don't just. Oh, totally. I I agree with that. So then, if there is probable cause, then of course you're going to take right. take them away. Yeah, and I don't think that's a problem at all. But then you have to define the term. You have to really know the rules. And does anyone know what these rules are? <clears throat> well, probable cause is already I mean that's managed as it is now and there's a lot of infringements upon rights just because of probable cause. That already yeah, exists today. True. And you know, I would I, I I guess I would have to put on the table, I don't you're going to have a legal you're going to have people involved in the legal system that abuse probable cause or make up probable cause, but the vast majority in my opinion, the vast majority of law enforcement plays by the rules properly and deals with probable cause and does infringe on rights when they need to. And when you say infringe on rights, I think, um, I mean, don't you think that part of it, uh, the implication when you say infringe on rights is that is that they're breaking the law. Or you're doing something that shouldn't be done mm-hmm. or that is improper, mm-hmm. yeah. but actually— The ends justify the means? Can... Is that the theory? No, I agree. I agree with you, David. I, w- I was really trying to put the word—I was trying to take the words and the phraseology that Alan was using and putting it right back on, on him, uh, that— you're going to infringe on rights just like by having a an age limit on purchasing a weapon is an infringement if you really wanted to get technical on the second amendment it is an infringement uh-huh. but it's an appropriate affri- infringement one would it's con- an, yeah one- appropriate yeah i think that's the key the key word it's appropriate not- so well but if we're going to begin to build these rules that if you are mentally unstable you aren't allowed to have a firearm why are you worried? <laughs> I, well, no, I, no, I have to agree with that. Well, there, it, that's the slope that I was talking about earlier. Who gets to make the subjective exactly. call? Well, that's it. That's why I think the state, the state that I live in, the st- where I'm 
I had to go through the permit process I was talking about earlier. I think that at this point, they have a fairly appropriate screening tool in place. If you have involuntarily been uh, hospitalized for a mental health issue, if you have um, been found, is it guilty of of domestic assault or is it just charged? No. Um, well, Yeah, I think it would be you have to be found guilty, but then they changed it recently, like in the last few years. What would happen a lot of times in the past is that, uh, say, somebody who's a who loves to hunt um, actually uh, gets charged with domestic assault. They uh, the the county attorney might plea, plea bargain with them down to a simple assault so that they wouldn't have the domestic assault on their record because the minute you have a domestic assault on your record, they, they take your guns away and everything. Mm. But then they changed it so that if you were initially charged with domestic assault and you could, uh, uh, <clears throat> a sheriff could reasonably show that that there was a plea bargaining down from a domestic assault or the assault actually happened to somebody close to them, like a relative or whatever, that you could deny them um, a permit based upon that without having a domestic assault on there. And that's where I was going to go with this, is you've got a very clear definition, like what, what Alan is talking about. There's a very clear definition of the rules that's in your... When, when you agree to have a background screening, those very clear definitions, but then it really comes right down to, and I don't know all the different states, but in, in Minnesota at least, the sheriff has the ultimate subjective authority to deny a permit. Well, but— it, I mean, no, they'd have to, uh, well, they'd have to— Well— They have to have uh, legitimate— reasons otherwise uh, a person could sue go to court but that's and a different judge right but that's a different process i'm i'm saying the sheriff has the subjective ability to deny a permit now would he have to defend that in court absolutely but it's still subjective um yeah I and mean, maybe i'm splitting hairs yeah i mean Actually, the permit is issued by the sheriff. So the sheriff is the one who decides who gets a permit or not. But it's a shall issue state unless they uh, unless they don't meet certain requirements. And so, yeah. So, but I do think I do think the idea. So that's all on the on the the. I think that's dealing with the symptoms of the problem, not the problem in and of itself. Um, I, I do believe that teaching students, teachers, businesses, if you're in a situation where there's an active shooter, you don't huddle in a pile and wait yeah. for them to come. You, you deal with the, what did you say from, from DHS? Run... Run, hide, fight. Fight, Run, hide, fight, yeah. So can you legally transfer a weapon to someone else in Minnesota without a without a permit? 
Yes. Yeah. Yep. You don't. You but don't if need you, to. Although you do need to do kind of your due diligence. If you do because, so, yeah. If you do so knowingly to somebody that wouldn't qualify for a permit, you're liable. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't and, knowingly purchase a weapon for somebody else that doesn't have. So I. That's yeah. not. That's not right. allowed to do it. Correct. Yep. Yep. And Minnesota, you cannot open carry, correct? Yeah, you can. Yes, it's you a can. Permit to carry. It's not a permit to carry concealed. It's just a uh, permit you still to carry. need a permit. If oh, you right, open right, carry, right, right. you still need a permit. Right. There, so, I see what you're saying. There are some states saying. you yes. can open yeah, carry. Yeah, South with Dakota, no... where we're at currently, you can open carry with no nothing. Minnesota, you have okay, to. No, you have not. to have no, a permit. No, you can't do that. Okay. Yeah. You have a permit to carry. And does that yeah. does that cover you concealed or not? Correct. And you have because to take a class a every time. Carry concealed. You have to take a class, and then you have to retake the class five years later. Correct. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Yeah. I'm, five. I'm, I'm is it five at, years? Yeah. yeah, yeah five every years. five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and I don't think those are necessarily horrible. Again, it's still. I mean, it it puts some hoops in place, and does that would that it must not constitute infringement, or else there would be have been something. Before the Supreme Court to have said that. Why did the Heller case get overturned? Because there were a group of people who decided that other group of people were wrong in their Hmm, interpretation of the Constitution. Okay, so then this is a problem because... It's whatever the nine guys in the Supreme Court say. So the theory is, and here's my biggest concern about this whole situation. It's horrible that anyone died. That's miserable. There's nothing good about that at all. I don't think the answer is, holy crap, we have to stop selling one little tiny style of weapon. That's going to fix all this problem. That accounts for less than 1% Correct, yeah. of all gun homicides. Yeah, statistically, it's not the problem. And so the, the, the issue that we have is we have these high school kids now that are stomping around and screaming. They have been emboldened by this whole social justice movement it really started in college, and and now the answer to something you don't like is stomping your feet and screaming and crying about mm-hmm. and lay, having a lay-in or a sit-in or some other bull crap that they do. And so we now get this media backlash that th- th- they, they go on, these dumb talking heads go on, and they say, look at all these kids. Huh, think of the children. What are we going to do? We have to. If, if we don't do anything, we clearly aren't thinking of the kids. And so now you're going to get this next generation of politicians that come up who have not learned a jack squat about civics and what the Constitution is and what it means and why our country was founded as it is. And they're going to go in and they're going to make laws that actively infringe on our Constitution. And then they're going to get these judges to say, you know what? You're right. Because it feels better. Screw screw the law. Yeah, screw the law. That's well, that's where I'm, but that's where I see this going. Are, does that surprise you? No, because has that not already been happening for the last 150 years? Kinda, but not to this extreme, this fast. I mean, this is what two weeks ago. When did this happen? But I think it's it's Valentine's Day. It's so okay. fast mm-hmm. because information travels so much faster. Totally, yeah. I mean, social media, which we we can go down the weaponizing of that. Holy cow. And 
we have developed a social culture of Yelling. emotional reaction to a situation. You know, in school today, kids, and we've talked about this before, kids aren't asked the question anymore, what, how, what do you think of that? Kids are asked, how does that make you feel? Totally, yeah. That's exactly the problem. You know, the question mm-hmm. is, I mean, even you can ask kids today, what do you think? And they'll give you an emotion because they have correlated thinking with emotion. Well, I, I <clears throat> saw a back and forth between Jordan Peterson and a crazy feminist who they had a conversation, which was crazy. But it was Are at the middle other? of this big <laughs> rally, which was it was interesting. Um, but Peterson was saying some things based on stats and fact and study. And the lady he was talking to, every response she had came back to, well, but, okay, but I feel like everything was, yeah, but, but, but I feel this. Every, I, yeah, you're right, but, or, or, I okay, saw that but I feel. And he did a good job. Oh, he was good. I yeah, mean, that takes a lot of courage. It's like he said, the sky is blue. And she says, so what I'm hearing you saying is the sky is green. Oh, now, why do you one, think well, it's green? No, that's different. No, this was a lady, like, like a on the street person. Oh. And, oh. and she, her whole thing was, I feel, I feel. Because he was saying there's no white, there's no inherent white privilege and laying out tons of fact, like based on studies that laid out that their arguments aren't, aren't valid. They're not based in actual fact. And so her response to that was, well, no, but I feel like it is. Okay, that's neat. Feel like it all you want. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the case. And this whole thing, this gun debate now is, well, I feel, oh, it's scary. I'm scared. I feel scared knowing that people can go out and buy a gun like that without knowing what the gun is. It's ridiculous. Sure. Yep. By, by the assault weapon definition of the politicians, my 1022 is an assault weapon. Yeah. Well, in the state, in, in New York City, New York, New York, it's, New York. Al- it's already a law. If you have a weapon that can hold more than... I believe it's six rounds. Yeah. So seven or more. Yep. Your weapon is required if you live in the city limits. Is required to be held at the police armory, and you can check it out when you want. So that's that, outrageous. That's true. I, I, it's it's wow. Unless that's been overturned in the last couple of years, it's it's true. Is that an infringement? <laughs> kind of. No, because you're allowed to own it. You just have to. Allow keep somebody else to keep, take care what of it. Keep, keep and bear, and bear though. So I mean, if we're going to go to the letter of the law, those are those are archaic terms. Keep and bear arms. I get to keep my arms. Oh, not that kind of an arm. Who invited him? <laughs> I'm gone. When's the last time we heard anything on the news about Nicholas Cruz? Don't, um, Nicholas Cage. We're. <laughs> That's his brother. That's his brother. Um, he had thirty-nine different. We don't red well, flags to call it, waving over this guy, and because of the promise program, where they don't put their crimes into the system, he didn't. He could pass a background check. Background check, by the way, which was invented by the National Rifle Association. Yeah. Which is insane. No one cares about that. Hey, David, what happens if um, if somebody has a 
a criminal history as a minor. Um, yeah, and doesn't count. Goes bye bye. So even if those, even if that criminal activity was domestic assault as a minor, the day they turn twenty one, that's eighteen. Well, I know that eighteen, it's gone, but they can't buy the weapon until twenty one, but it's gone. Yep. Yep. Okay. Huh. What about, uh, do you know if it's the same for the involuntary um, uh, yep. mental health hospitalization? Is that sealed also? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> oh, uh, the peanut gallery mentioned the other day to me that um, verbiage matters, and this was kind of a point that the 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 gentleman of the No Agenda show brought up too, that um, in any any situation, when you hear the word like driver's safety, you're going to go talk about driver's safety. You're going to talk about, I don't know, um, motorcycle safety. Motorcycle safety. Um, Gun safety. Well, but but it, yeah, it's, it's in the same category. But in the current dialogue, if you say the word gun safety, that means you ban guns. We're talking about getting them off the street and hiding them, oh, getting them away. Um, I think that's one group of people that think well, that. But, yes, I don't but think no, them... I'm, I'm talking media, talking the way it's being portrayed out there right now. Yeah. When you talk about any other kind of safety, it's actually training you in to be safe. Of... To, how yeah. to how to do it properly? Uh, that's a good point. So verbiage is weird that they've changed that. Where now you know we're we're, we're going to talk about gun safety, and what they mean is we're going to talk about taking guns away from people because they're unsafe. Well, when we talk about motorcycle safety, we don't talk about taking bikes away from people because they're unsafe. We talk about the dangers of them and how to do it, how to use but them. I, I think I think this goes back to Jay's point that things have changed to the point now where you no longer talk about what you think but how you feel. Absolutely. And so they do things like that to generate certain emotions so they can manipulate people and push people in certain directions to support certain things. Well, criti critical thinking isn't encouraged anymore. Critical thinking is just, yeah, critical thinking is not encouraged. And part of that, I would, you know, Alan started to talk about this, about the how kids are shifting so much into throwing a tantrum because they don't get what they want. Well, that's, that's symptomatic of parenting. Why has parenting changed so much over the last 50, 60 years? Because of their parents. But why? Well, let's see. The, uh, so th that would be you guys in the room. Right. But, David, why do you think parenting has shifted so much, you know, or peanut gallery? Why has parenting changed so much in the last 40, 50, 60 years that is, that's changed the behavior of children so drastically? Why has parenting changed? Well, it's, that's not debatable. It's because... Society has effectively taken God out of the marketplace. You can't talk about God and Christianity. Does that mean that they've that's also removed a moral standard? Yep. So let me do yep. that. Okay, I'm going to do something probably 
Oh, just a little do it. bit awkward in this group of people, <laughs> but let's take God completely off the table for a minute and let's look at it from a political standpoint. Why has parenting changed? Um, well, well, first of all, uh, that that's a broad generalization. Um, I would, I but I understand your point. Your point is why has generally speaking, do people parent differently than they did in the past. Yeah. Is is what you're saying, right? What caused the change? Um can can you have TV? that can that be um mutually exclusive from the god situation? Uh well, the the, the moral standard in, piece of it? In my belief, no. But when you're talking politics, you can't bring God into the argument. Otherwise, it shuts the whole conversation down. Well, so my, well but you've got to have a moral standard. You can't, you can't hold to a truth without a moral standard. And so, that's been so fluid. So let me put this on the table, but I don't think this is going to change in our society. It's, it's too far gone to change, not only because God has been redefined but stripped away. Yeah. Both, you know, maybe at, both at the same time. But— Parenting today has been removed from the parents, and I would say effectively shifted that parenting is handled at the public school or societal level now. Okay, so then we, we could probably point at some level to feminism. But I think the reason that's happened, I would, I would even go so far as to take even a step further back and say that's still symptomatic of parenting has changed because we've got two parents making two to three incomes why? Because we've defined what success is in this country so yes, pervertedly yes, yes. that people look at my family really weird because my wife does not have a job outside the house and she's under the age of 65. Mm -hmm. And that's weird. Yeah. So I, I think all of this is symptomatic of the family unit changing because God's been pulled out? Of course, because God's been redefined? Absolutely. But if you pull that moral aspect away to have a political conversation, then it's because of what we've done to define success in the individual and family unit. We've created an environment that forces two to three incomes per family. Well, so then if that's the case, though, you would blame that. I mean, that would be much more limited to the U.S. If if it's the idea that in order what for— What other country has mass shootings that are not terroristic? Well, but what other countries have the freedoms we do? Agreed. That have a Second Amendment okay. that really allow—I mean, we have more guns than anyone in the world. So I, I, I think just by straight statistics, I mean, the, if, if you mo divide the guns, the amount of guns out there by the amount of gun deaths, what is the percentage? Now, it's probably more, just, but by nature, it's going to be more because there's more out there. There are more cars on the road, more car accidents are going to happen. We're talking about guns right now, but last year when we, had, when we talked, we were talking about Black Lives Matter and the ability and, and just watching video of youth that had zero regard mm -hmm. for police right. authority. Right. Well, it's the same issue. Those are two symptoms of the same problem, at least I would contend. 
But you can't go to a politician and say we need to fix the family unit. Why? That's off the table. Well, but that that's off the table because of feminism. Isn't it? Th- this idea that men and women are absolutely identical. I, I would in, even say in that every way. But I think feminism is symptomatic of the exact same problem that I'm talking. I, I still think you're talking about the runny nose versus the virus. And the virus ultimately is we live in a fallen world. It's not going to get better. Right. So but, but if, if you step one step in front of that and so you don't have you know, you don't go all the way that far to say, well, it's because of the moral. We don't, we don't have a moral standard anymore. That is God. Then you have to then start somewhere. So where is it? Is it Margaret Sanger? I mean, where where do we start from? Okay, okay. This is what this is what uh, the worldview, the zeitgeist of most people, is that human beings are inherently good. Yep. And that all problems that happen in life are as a result of societal pressures and societal things that happen. And that if you get a perfect society, you'll have perfect people. No, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. No, I, no, 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 I, no, I, know, you. no. I know you're not saying that. Oh. I'm not, I know you're not saying that. I'm saying that that is one of the biggest reasons why people, liberals, feminists, the rest of them, pushing the agenda that they're pushing is they think that if they can oh, engineer oh, society oh. in a certain way that all the ills and sins of society will go away. Well, because if you redefine sin and you take mm-hmm. this sin off now if if adultery is not sin, then the sin of adultery goes away, right? If yeah, if but, homosexuality but is some... not sin, then the sin of homosexuality goes away. Yeah, but they would say that um, one of the reasons why people might, uh, I don't know, follow, try to uh, commit adultery is because of societal uh, society's emphasis on, you know, you name it. I mean, that each person is inherently good. Or they might say that... Um, they also define a way for what's evil, too. So, you know, adultery isn't bad. It's just you finding yourself. Um, but uh, when it comes to um, changes uh, with raising children in school and all the rest of it, they will, I mean, they actually believe that it is, that it's it's wrong for you to uh, push certain um, morals on people um, and that you are imposing control on other people and as a result they act out in different ways and they do do certain things, you know. Is that what the phrase your truth comes down to? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, it, but, it, well, it, I mean, it goes there, and I, I think the idea is if you, you know, you to eliminate a sin, uh, or, or to make a sin thing not a sin or something not bad anymore, you just change what you call it. You redefine it. Yeah, 
Um, I think it was Venezuela. I might be wrong about the country. Um, but they had a huge issue with um, people starving to death. So in order to fix that, they made it a law so the doctor couldn't write down starvation as the cause of death. So all of a sudden their starvation rate went way down. Yeah. So, I mean, the... the, the it's brilliant. Yeah. It, nothing changed but what you were allowed to say about it. And that is kind of a, I mean, a very weird analogy of where it feels like we are now in this whole debate about, you know, what we're allowed to do as free citizens of the U.S. If, well, I mean, I don't think we're free at all anymore, but, um, I mean, we're, we're freer act- than oh, the majority sure, of the world. I think so, but we're actively going, that that's going away. And... For these kids, and this is just so frustrating because I'm all for listening to people, but young kids who do not know civics, they this is the same generation that think it's cool to try eating weird crap, like detergent. I mean, this is the same kids that on YouTube, they will deliberately eat a spoonful of cinnamon because it makes you not be able to breathe and just and video it. And that's awesome. I mean, or, I mean, you could even go to the extreme that they intentionally video some just nasty fistfights. Sure. Because. Just or, because. Yeah, or the, the couple that shot through the book up in northern Minnesota or wherever that <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, watch this. We're going to do something really bad. It's going to be the scariest thing ever on YouTube. Shoots through the book. Those, yeah, the book's going to stop my forty-five. It was a 10 millimeter. Oh, sorry, my bad. 10 millimeter, because that's better. Oh, wait, but according to Diane Feinstein, a bullet is just like a knife. It's just like stabbing. No, only a bullet from a handgun. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yeah. a handgun Did bullet's you... like a stabbing. What from an, an AR, idiot. it's like a, the bullet is like a Coke can. <laughs> I'll stab you with a Coke can. So someone, I talked to someone else earlier about that today, and they said, well, what about the people that just got wounded by that horrible AR? Shouldn't they be dead? Yeah, really. That was an empty Coke can. <laughs> oh, and I also read just a little bit ago that it looks like that his gun jammed, and so he may have stopped and got panicked and then quit because his gun jammed. Huh. So the the, the possibility, and the, the sheriff, of course, won't say anything, but... The possibility is that he didn't have high-capacity magazines because he kept having to reload. How... And jamming. Is it is it inaccurate to say that part of the challenge could be the, the, the difference in how our society is raised today to be... Uh, and and I'm not trying to be flippant, but the majority of our society is, or people are pretty soft. I mean, just soft people. They're not, if you think about a hundred years ago, those were hardened people. I mean, not, not, um, I mean, emotionally too, but I mean, they were hardy people that knew how to survive. And today survival is, how many food stamps can I get? I mean, there is no, there is no survival of the fittest today. Mm-hmm. Now I hear people talking about universal income. 
UB, what, UBI. Yeah. That's a great idea. Stockton is putting it in effect now. Stockton, California. Yeah. That's a great they're, idea. They're bankrupt, too. <laughs> That's going to work. 500 bucks a month. Everybody's going to get, no yeah, matter what. Everybody's going to get 500 bucks a month. If you're a citizen of the city. Yep. A resident. Wow. Well, Alaska did that, except they had no, this they had income, huge, though. massive right. oil pile of money buried under the ground. All right. Interesting. Stockton's going to sell salt water. No, there's no water in California. Salt water. Well, there's no water in California. <laughs> well, um, hmm. Wow. I mean, this is kind of a... It's kind of a one-horse pony well, today. All that but... is communism, so. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, oh, 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 oh. One, uh, on a lighter note, China has cracked down on funeral strippers. Which, you know, I've always said, uh, <laughs> if there's one thing we need to crack down on, is funeral strippers. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick and tired <laughs> Going to funerals. Do you mean they have to have their crack down? <laughs> That's you strippers cracked down. <laughs> no crack up. That's bad. The country's yeah. Ministry of Culture announced late last month that it will be targeting a slew of rural provinces for their obscene and vulgar performances at weddings, funerals, and temple fairs. Well, that's a quite the picture. And now we're here to mourn Uncle Bob. Bang, bang, That's exactly right. Yeah. And Bubbles is going to do <laughs> an interpretive dance, right? Yeah. You say Bubbles? Yeah. That yeah, would be a stripper name. Stage name. Oh, okay. He's checking. Uh, that's, and then, that's his stage name. Oh, I also, it's interesting that Putin, uh, P- Putin, um, is now, Putin. he's now claiming, uh, according to the news, that my, uh, I can beat your nukes. So he's now apparently threatening that their nukes are better than ours. Oh. And I, wow. I don't know. And I mean, his button works. <laughs> however, yeah. all the video footage that he kept showing apparently was like, renderings which let's think for just a minute why would any rational sane country show what they can do we do it all the time right but not necessarily in a big hey and now we have this one that can do that and this one that can do that yeah and the, some of the footage showed uh, appeared that the Russian rockets could make it to Florida. Huh. Well, of course they can make it to Florida. So maybe this whole Parkland thing's a precursor. At least they didn't say Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're going all the way to (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. Maybe that's what it is. We're going to get Trump somehow. Brother. (laughs) Oh, brother. Well, um... I think we're going to have to try to wrap this one up. Yep. Unfortunately, but hey, we'll do what we can do. Um, and next time, the goal is to get um, this connection somewhat better, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Next time, we'll have all well, the appropriate gear. 
on your end, right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, well, this is the David Allen Show, uh, 2018. And uh, I, I do think that we're going to start, as we go forward now that this room is actually done, um, some of the content is going to be switching it up just a touch. Not, it, it's going to expand slightly. So there might be some more uh, interview types that come on. And it was actually this Saturday, two days from now, since today's Thursday, uh, March 3rd, we have, um, I'm going to sit down with a friend of mine uh, who is a fascinating guy. He used to be a writer for... A, thank, you, might, thank you. He might oh, still oh, be. I'm sorry, you weren't talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, writer for motors, <laughs> uh, Motorcycle Magazine. Um, really? He's kind of a... Yeah, he's an interesting guy and has quite the uh, quite the libertarian perspective, which is kind of an... It, it'll be fun to, to kind of poke around and see what he's, his thoughts are on some of these issues. Um, so uh, we're going to be moving, you know, bringing some more voices in uh, every now and then. Um, just, uh, just to give a little bit of a uh, little bit of variety, so that will be fun. Sure. So stay tuned. Tell all your friends. Send us a lot of money. Um, uh-huh. And if you have any, uh, if you have any comments, questions, uh, email David Allen Show at gmail dot com. Um, and then uh, you can always tell your friends. We're on the iTunes Podcast Store, David Allen Show, and the Google Play Store as well. DavidAllenShow.com. Any last thoughts, uh, David, from your um, the gravel pit you're wandering about in? Coal mine. Coal mine. Oh, it's the coal mine. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. You need uh, to get gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, time to stop eating Pop Rocks. <laughs> sorry. Excellent. I'm, I'm a multitasker. I see that. Yeah. Huh. All right. I, uh, actually, I don't see yeah. it. I hear it. Don't be stupid. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, um, this is the David Allen Show. And Jay. Uh, and Jay and the Peanut Gallery. <clears throat> he didn't make the sticker, though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, you know what? Merch. Merch may be coming. Stay tuned. You never know. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Um, we'll see you. We'll, we'll hear you. Listen to you. We'll yak at you next time. Have a good one. Okay. See you. Ciao. Good old.